We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Well, first and foremost, Coach, schedule is out. Can you just take us through the process? I know that it had been uh, a challenging one. It involved a lot of people that were involved, from conference officials and obviously everyone at Oklahoma. What was the process like in finally putting together the 2021 schedule? Uh, a lot of being able to make a lot of changes and make adjustments along the way. So, I mean, our first weekend, I think we've rescheduled four times. It's a challenge, and I think it'll continue to be as all other sports are finding as they're going through their season that changes could happen the day before, the day of. So uh, I feel pretty good with the competitive level that we're at before we start conference. Uh, but, you know, our our schedule probably isn't quite as tough as it has been, and that's just because of the limitations that we have. And really not feeling comfortable traveling, traveling to California takes some RPI points away from us and a couple other opportunities that we're going to miss out on. But apparently RPI and the number of games don't apparently are not coming into major play when it comes to postseason. So I think we'll end up probably playing about 45 to 48 games this season. Um, and I think our RPI will be respectable, but from what I'm hearing, the NCAA is asking uh, the min- minimum mu- number of games for you to be recognized as a postseason team is 14. I don't know anybody that's wow. going to play 14, but maybe <laughs> there is. That's crazy. Uh, so I like the place we're at. I feel comfortable. I like the trips we're taking. They they make sense that we're not out and exposed and you know, over and over. So we feel pretty good about it. You know, right away, 
you guys are are picking up kind of interestingly enough where we left off because that second week is Houston. So, you know, we were scheduled to play Houston when we lost the season last year, so it's kind of nice to be able to pick that right back up for the second week of the season. And uh, They always give us a good challenge whenever we head down to Houston. Yeah, the head coach there is a former Sooner herself, All-American, and so we always have good banter and good competition. She's a very good coach, done a very good job down at Houston. We did have University of Louisiana Lafayette also committed to it, and then they had to step out for their own reasons. So we're still trying to find another opponent um, so that we'll play a total of four games down there. That's that's what we're working on right now. The final weekend in February is kind of what's become, dare I say, Coach, a somewhat regular trip as we go to Grand Canyon University. We'll see the likes of New Mexico, Arizona State, and, of course, GCU. Um, and Portland State is there, too. So this is becoming a fun trip. I know that's a, that, that's a staff now and a team that we have a lot of familiarity with, but kind of a nice little challenge there at the, uh, I guess, the latter part of the non-conference slate. Yeah, it is, and it is a great – Grand Canyon University is a phenomenal host, and it's an easy trip for us. It's a direct flight, maybe two hours at the most, uh, get in, get out type thing. So uh, I really they, – they welcome us. They put on a great show. But they're also joining forces with Arizona State University. So on Friday, we will be playing at ASU. Oh, nice. And against ASU, and they are going to be a top 10 team. So there is probably our first top uh, top 10 type competition. So I, I like the idea that we'll have some games under our belt and can be prepared for that. Um, so I like that weekend. I like, I like the um, different teams and where they're from and the fact that we're able to play at two fields and I know both universities have gone above and beyond for um, protocol and measures to keep everybody safe you know uh, and just on a sidebar to that seeing G Juarez get an opportunity to pitch again in Tempe is going to be fun Uh, should be an interesting weekend now Real quick, before we flip the calendar to March, and obviously conference play will start on March 26th when we go to Ames to take on Iowa State, and there's a fun exhibition weekend against Team Mexico that we'll talk about. But I'm curious, how have you kind of gone about the preparation for, you know, the flexibility that needs to be there on these weekends? I mean, there could be a trip that you make and a team has to fall out. Is that just the unknown, Coach, that we're going to have to deal with throughout most of February and the season even? Uh, yeah, most definitely. And and one thing that I've really enjoyed is the fact that the Big 12 coaches have been on conference calls or the Zoom calls about every week for the last couple of months. And we just talk as a group as to how to protect our conference from these type things. A couple of other quick ones and we'll move on to this team. Uh, March is laden with a lot of games in Norman slash Oklahoma City, including uh, a, a tournament that's going to be played at the Hall of Fame Stadium. Can you kind of just take us through the planning, planning process and how, I mean, to me, Oklahoma City can be a big-time hub this season for many college softball teams. Yeah, they end up that way. Um, I know Jenny Carlson from the Oklahoman wrote a big article about the idea <laughs> of making it a bubble, uh, which was interesting. But uh, Hall of Fame and the new additions, they have beyond um, – seating capabilities so if you're 
having to put pods out there with, um, you know, seeding pods, you'd still would be able to bring in a good amount of people uh, because now it's holding 15,000, I believe. So they have worked really well with us and uh, we are on in good communication and good agreement about going forward. But that um, tournament at the Hall of Fame Stadium includes Oklahoma State, uh, Liberty University, and their head coach, Dot Richardson, one of the best players to ever play collegiately and uh, four-time Olympic gold medalist, I believe. Um, we've got um, BYU and Houston is coming back. So that's a good field of teams that we're really looking forward to. A couple of years ago, whenever we were out in California, we ended up getting to play Team Japan, which was interesting. Uh, in the middle of March, on March 19th, Team Mexico is coming to town for a nice three-game set. Are we going to have to have uh, Nicole Mendez shuffling from dugout to dugout during that series, Coach? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I am pumped about this. And, you know, I we could have taken the show on the road and gone to maybe an SEC team and spent the money that we probably don't have to go play a three-game series. Um, Mexico is going, Team Mexico is going to be in Dallas playing USA. And then they're, I think they're staying around the States and then wanting to play here in Norman. Sid Romero is going to be playing um, oh, wow. on that team. So you'll get to see Sid Romero uh, playing for Team Mexico. You'll see Nicole Mendez playing for the Sooners, but will be playing for Team Mexico uh, in Japan. And they're also very interested in considering Giselle Juarez. So they're going to be following Giselle's journey through this spring and how her season goes. And if it's the right addition, they're going to try to pick her up. That's awesome. So, that, there's a lot of meaning behind this that weekend, but we're going to get some great competition against some great colli former collegiate pitchers who uh, are really going to challenge us. Uh, and then, Coach, from the Big 12 schedule, just the perspective, you guys can see the schedule as it's laid out at Soonersports.com. Uh, Midweek games will start in April, and there's a handful of those, including a Wichita State, and we get to see Paige Parker in her uh, mm -hmm. new job up at Tulsa coming up on April 21st. But it, we're basically, if I'm looking at this correctly, mirroring what we had last year. In other words, Texas is coming to Norman on the 16th of April. Tech is coming that following weekend, but our trips will be to Waco and Iowa State just like they were last year. So are we essentially carrying over where we left off last season? Yeah, exactly. And I'm so thankful for that because it's a big season for us to host some big games at home. And I'm glad the Big 12 figured this out. It would be somewhat unfair for them to take that away from a team like OU who now would have to wait two more years to host teams like Texas and, um, you know, Texas tech and so forth. So I am uh, very pleased that they did the right thing and going forward with that. All right. And then coach, we'll let you go on this. Um, obviously we're going to have a lot of time. Well, I mean, for, for me, we'll have a lot of time before <laughs> the opener on February 12th to sit and discuss it with you. I'm sure it's like a, like a freight train moving towards the season right now. But just some overall thoughts on how you feel about this team, uh, an incredibly talented, uh, heavy, big roster this season. How are you feeling about the way the Sooners have started to prepare for 2021? 
I am very, very excited and uh, awaiting the beginning of this. We've had a, one of the best falls that I could remember. We've hit the ground running. We've only been back for three days, and they look like they've all done what they were supposed to do over the break. If you compare where we were a year ago, there's just no comparison. It's pretty amazing. And the reasoning behind it, I believe, is another year, like a free year under everyone's belt, some unbelievable freshmen that are con come in and take on some starting roles for us. Uh, these are big time players that are going to be our franchise future. Uh, and Jana Johns was a great addition, the transfer from South Carolina. So I really like where we're at. I think we've got a very, one of the most powerful hitting teams we would have ever had. We've got some speed. We've got great athletes on defense. We're about checking about every box. Mm -hmm. Pitching is going to have to stay healthy. Giselle is back and looking really good so far. So um, the box are getting checked and we are going to look much more like ourselves this year than we did last year. And, and then I'll add this. We, we should make it very clear. Just because we hear about the vaccine and it's out there, there will be regular testing. There'll be masks that are worn when we travel, masks and face shields, Coach. Uh, priority number one is the safety of these student athletes, and, and the testing will continue throughout the season, right? 100%. 100%. And, and right now we, aren't, <laughs> we don't anticipate getting the vaccine um, I don't think we're in line for that quite yet. So uh, this team has got to be very diligent, making good choices, uh, being smart about what they're doing. And, you know, we also have to be ready to adjust or the famous word now is pivot. <laughs> we'll be ready to pivot like every other sport team out there that's had their challenges. We're trying to learn about how to do things. So uh, 23 on the roster allows for a lot of flexibility as well. Thank you, Coach. We appreciate your time. Good luck. My pleasure. Thank you. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.